T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. We have two main topics today and getting a lot of reaction on both of them. Uh, the first one we're presenting is uh, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the National Football League, said, quote, we were wrong. And, what he, and then he goes to explain we're wrong in their positioning about Kaepernick. He doesn't say Kaepernick, but that's what it's about. And he's encouraging <clears throat> players with grievances to step forward and protest, and he'll be a part of it, too. That's what he's about, too. Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. And I'm saying I don't care if they protest their brains out as long as they don't do it during the national uh, uh, anthem. The anthem is special and should not be interrupted by anything else. Uh, Tony feels that way. I feel that way, and I think a lot of you feel that way. I'm sure Beamer feels that way, too. I don't usually speak for Beamer, but I I can I think I can take that for granted. So we want to know your message to Roger Goodell. His message is, look out, the protests are coming. Um, and uh, let's see, then we have the president tweeting just before the show uh, that he thinks Martin Gugino could be an Antifa operative and this whole thing could be a plant. And then the, the tweets started coming. We got one from Brian Higgins who said, blah, 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 like he usually does. And got one from the county executive, blah, blah, blah. Got the mayor's blah, blah, blah was the best blah, blah, blah of the three, okay? Uh, he actually uh, summed up what's going on and what's happening. Didn't say anything that wasn't true. And so I think we give the blah, blah, blah award to the mayor. Meanwhile, the uh, the Linguini Spine Wickneed Award uh, goes to the... Um, uh, the, the thought that these two cops should be charged by the DA with D felonies, which could put him in jail for seven years. He did that, in my mind, because he did not want to be harassed by the mob. He didn't want to see his uh, name on the posters. He didn't want to see him have to look over his shoulder like uh, normal when, uh, when, cops, uh, when cops are in the news. He wanted to be somebody who's sensitive and showing that he's standing up for the community. Meanwhile, he showed he's not standing up for anybody. Uh, there are degrees of everything. And assault can be, I guess, just barely touching somebody as opposed to giving them a body block by a linebacker. This was no linebacker deal, I can tell you that right now. Okay, let's go to... Um, all right, we've done that one. Gabe in Jamestown. Gabe, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, Tony, and Joe. The Trinity of Common Sense. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. 
the voices of reason. Well, I like Roger Goodell. You know he's he was born right here in the sleepy town of Jamestown. Yeah, I know that. Southern's here, yeah. Superkind commissioner of the NFL. Well, look, if we're going to go anarchy, let's go all the way. I mean, Roger, this is my message. No police security at any game. No traffic control, no police around the stadium, nothing. If the 32 owners in the NFL want security, they're going to have to pay for it all. And if people in the stands want to hold up signs that say Black Lives Matter or no, no justice, no peace, and they want to chant pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, what do we want, dead cops? We want them now? Let them do it. And if they want to hold a spontaneous protest during the game and come out onto the field, let them do it. Because you guys in the NFL were so wrong. That's my message to Roger. Strong. Strong, Gabe. I hope we hear from you again. That was excellent. Thank you very much. What do you think of that, Tony? Very Give strong. Them a little, little of their own medicine. Yep. I think so, too. Absolutely. Mr. Joe Beamer, how about one of your Facebook posts, please? Yeah, and speaking of Roger Goodell saying we were wrong on Facebook, Bridget, who is a top fan, says the NFL was not wrong, and they're going to find out how not wrong they were. Here's the thing. No one has a problem with protesting. No one has a problem with speaking up. But why did you have to pick during the American flag, the American anthem, to do your protest? You can pick a better time. Well, that's true. That's true. You have a right to protest, and nobody's going to stop you from protesting. Now, where you protest, I don't know. You know, if it's fourth down and one, and you're on the one to win the game, I don't think you can go out in the field and protest. That's not going to happen. But before or after the game, uh, probably to you, preferably before because there's more people there, get to do your protest, say what you're going to say. But the bottom line is I, uh, I am a customer. And as a customer, I did not sign up to be lectured or to get a history lesson. I signed up for a football game. That's all I care about, a football game. And the further away you get from that, the less interest I have. You can run all of the protests you want to run. As I said, you can put them in alphabetical. um, If you're going to listen to all the players, put them in alphabetical order on the scoreboard. But don't forget, if you're going to have a protest to try and make things better, uh, make sure anybody uh, on, on any of the teams in your league aren't going through any spousal abuse problems. Because as you know, if one bad cop means all the cops are bad, then I guess one football player, like O.J. Simpson or others, that is bad. And that must mean that all the fo- all the players are bad. So uh, if any of them have a problem with spousal abuse, make sure it's up on the board so we all know it, can see it, and we can take a knee for that. Okay? Just remember, uh, you, you know, you're not a league of choir boys, and many of them have, uh, have problems with the police. On and off the field, on and, uh, on se- in season, out of season. It happens all the time, and make sure you cover that and uh, sing Kumbaya. Let's take a break, and we'll return with your calls on News Radio 930 WBN. You know, I'm here at my home with my associate uh, producer, the lovely Bernadette Pollock, and then I have my two guys back at the station, Buzzy and Tony and Tony and Buzzy. And when any of them have information for me, they have different ways of telling me. And then I get the information and try and put it together and sound 
sound rational and reasonable on the air. In my, uh, in my ear, I heard this. Tony Calagiri telling me that Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, the one the mobs are, are gathering around trying to get him out of office, now we know why, has just declared that he does not think there should be private property. Now, that is the final and guiding light toward communism. The lack of private property is communism. All right? So we've got a communist sympathizer uh, a mayor in New York City, and unfortunately it doesn't just affect New York when he does something or gets something done because we're in the same state. We're in New York. He's in New York. But he's the mayor of 8 million people. And so he, uh, he gets things done that we don't particularly like. But if you wonder what the atmosphere is like at his house, uh, normally appearances, I could care less. Be what you want to be. You want to look like a you know, jerk, dress and do jerk things, okay? Uh, but the bottom line is you've got to see a picture of his daughter. You absolutely have to. It looks like if, if the stone freaks of America had a clubhouse, she'd be there, okay? Where do you see that? And uh, as far as private property, she has a gentle little tattoo that says, i got to be careful now, F uh, uh, capitalism. capitalism. F capitalism. So your daughter has, has F capitalism tattoos, and you're in favor of no private property, why, you've got a nice little communist meeting. What in the hell is he doing being mayor of New York City? He should be out of there right now. They should find something, that some legal uh, position, that he can be out of there. Because uh, that's, you know, it's one thing to not want to be a socialist. It's another not wanting to be a communist. What, Che Guevara? Well, it's too bad he's dead. He could give him a... A really a good position in the New York government. Uh, how, however, Raul Castro is still available. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people from New York end up in Florida, which is only ninety miles to Raul's house. So maybe that's part of it. Sandy, can but, I throw something out there? Yeah, throw it out. Throw it out. You know, with and this goes can go for anything that De Blasio's proposing, uh, anything that you hear in politics or in the news. My belief is what we need is a national debate night, and it should be shown on the networks. Uh, and what you do, you take somebody prominent from the left, somebody prominent from the right, and get into discussing the issues that face our country. Whether it's taxes, whether it's racism, whether it's uh, you know military, uh, politicians, anything like that. We need to have open discussions. We can't have any more where you have the networks leaning one way, trying to persuade people to think in a certain way. Same with the publications out there. Let's throw it out there. Let the American people decide what they believe in, what is right and what is wrong. Let people hash it out. And quite frankly, I think it'd be some of the highest rated programming that you would see on TV compared to the junk that they're putting out right now. I understand that it'll 
it'll never happen because the networks know conservatives would clean the left's clock in a in a uh, a format like that. I'm thinking, you know, you picture Bill Maher going up against Dennis Miller. Throw things out there. Yeah, there could be some humor, some comedy put in there, but have discussion. We need ideas to be talked about, uh, especially with race, especially with uh, the uh, uh, perception that every cop is a racist out there, and we know that that's not true. Let's have open dialogue, debates, left versus right, things like that. Okay, uh, before I give you a grade, I would suggest one thing, and that is we already have that. It's called Congress. They're supposed to be doing the things you've been talking about. Maybe not the comedy th- stuff, but uh, the you know debating the issues of the day. It's uh, the deliberative body is supposed to be the Senate. The initiating body is the House usually, and these are people who are elected from all over the country to represent us, so they can transfer a good idea to a law if if uh, if it has enough merit and enough legs but you're not going to get congress to go along with it many of them are bought and paid for we know that we see what uh uh you know who's the, contributing the most money to their campaigns well, they can't that. be trusted see your idea is better than what they do what they actually do in congress they're supposed to be debating the things you you said and if they were doing it the way they're supposed to be doing it we wouldn't need what you said but obviously First of all, just getting something on the floor to debate requires a lot of steps before it happens. And, and we, we know how Congress um, uh, takes forever to decide anything, too. I mean, basically, your idea is a modern, streamlined version of Congress before it gets to Congress would probably be the best way to do that. Yeah, it's debate uh, for, for yeah. the regular person out there to consume make it. Make it a debate. Yeah, Maybe and make it with famous people. Maybe some of the things that are Congress is actually uh, debating could be debated, uh, debated civilly on that. I like the idea. Yes. I, I think I'd watch it. I think it would be interesting. It would depend on the subject and depend on the narrator and depend on the people who are actually going to do it. I'll tell you Let's what, go. I put Ben Shapiro up against anybody on the left. Let's uh, go with line one. Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Bill. I heard Roy from Boston earlier, and I don't have the early the uh, um, low voice that he does. But with the help of an app, I can kind of approximate it. How about this? <laughs> you sound like Roy. Maybe maybe Roy has been doing that all this time. I thought it was a great natural voice that he has. <laughs> well, so we've been duped. <laughs> I stand for our great flag, Sandy, and I say. United we stand, and divided we fall. And at the end of today's call, I only have 10 words that will kind of help, help explain that, too. But um, I'm pretty much done with football. And, again, I, I remember in the past, in the 90s, we were all gung-ho about our bills, and they were great with their four consecutive Super Bowls. I was just as much excited as you were. And then after it didn't go so well, it started to not be that much fun anymore. And I listened to you, Sandy, and you said, you know, I don't need to have my Sundays necessarily taken over by football. And True. I thought, what, is he like a traitor or something? But in time, I realized Sandy has really good wisdom on this, and I started to do other things on Sundays, and I like it better that way. Yeah, you find out, first of all, it's prime weather time for Western New York. 
the fall. It's beautiful. You can go for rides in the country. You can go and pick apples. You can uh, go and look look for vegetable stands. Uh, you can visit places that uh, you would like to visit, and it's cool enough. It's, re- it's really nice. We give that all up to watch football. And if football is going to deluge us with protests, I'm not going to watch it. I don't need any more protests. I have enough right now. Football is like this telev- televising of this collective Munchausen and opposed opposition to President Trump is what it seems. It's almost like a new religion, isn't it? It's weird. It, and it's been going on for uh, almost four years. Okay, you have ten words. Okay. Um, yeah, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Good. I like that. I like that very much. Thank you for the call. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, Mr. Beamer, how about a couple more um, uh, a, Facebooks? It's a great country song, by the way. You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Oh, is that a country song? Yeah. Cool. Just throwing it out there. All right. <laughs> well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll whip up XRL and hear Linda Lou play it. It's, uh, it's by Aaron Tippin. Stand for something or you'll fall for anything. All right. Over on the very popular Facebook page today, Sandy, this is probably the busiest I've seen two posts get comments. Usually, you know, one post will stand out, but both these posts are generating a lot of comments this morning. Let's go to Kathy, who says, Goodell is a complete disgrace. I've watched the NFL and followed the Bills for years, but if they start protesting during the national anthem, I'm not sure how long I'll be able to watch it. That's not to say I'm against the cause or I'm against protesting, but I don't understand why when we honor our nation, we have to not, I'm sorry, we have to not stand. Well, what I, and what's going to happen, somebody uh, posted this too earlier. What's not going, what, what is going to happen is if you do not go, if you don't kneel, for instance, they're going to say you're racist because you're not kneeling. See, we've we got people out there who are making decisions on who and what we are. And let, let me tell you something. For, for those who think that uh, uh, it's one or another, I want you to think about all of the advantages that we have legislated to try and get things equal, all the money we spend, uh, and, and I'm talking about taxpayer money now, you got to look to see where the tax money generates, okay? A lot of this money generated, almost all of it probably, are from people that you, you may think are not the greatest people, and that's not fair. So in order to make things uh, more equal, we have generated all kinds of social nets so nobody, nobody falls totally. You have ways to reach out, get things for free, get things at lower interest rate, get help with this and get help with that. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. And let's see, we got a couple of more segments. Boy, this is a talk show harvest. We started with the first thing from yesterday. Roger Goodell uh, sending a message that we were wrong talking about the NFL and the way they reacted to Kaepernick. He did not mention Kaepernick, but he says he welcomes. Without black players, they have no football, he said. I hope they remember that. Uh, if they're if they're not careful, they'll have not nobody in the seats either. You can play play for yourselves. Play like it's an intramural game, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so I don't care. He's inviting pro, uh, players to protest, inviting them. Remember, a couple of years ago, they gave like four hundred million dollars to the players' association to resolve conflict. Do you remember that, Tony? Yes, that's right. Uh, now yeah. you jogged my memory. I do remember. Yeah, so I guess that four hundred million didn't go as far as you could as you thought. Uh, I don't care who protests or what they protest. They have a right to protest, but not when I'm watching a football game, especially during the national anthem. I didn't pay f- to see a protest. I paid to see football. If they're going to show me football, I'll be there. If they're going to show me protests, I'm gone. I don't need it. I really don't. So there's that, and I want to know uh, your thought on him inviting players now to protest. A second thing, then the president, just before the show starts, decides to tweet, and he says that Martin uh, Gugino might be an, uh, a, a, an operative, an Antifa operative, and that we were duped because he got that. Then you get the reaction of that. Uh, from Brian Higgins and the county executive and the mayor. Then we find out that the crazy guy, who has a crazy, crazy-looking daughter, uh, uh, the mayor of uh, New York City, decides that we should not have pro- uh, private property. Yikes! There's Che Guevara. Was he standing next to Che Guevara when he was there? That is the definitive mark for communism is the lack of private property. He is unfit for office. And this is a guy who's telling you what kind of oil you have to use to cook your hamburgers and what kind of container you could have your Pepsi in. And now he wants the uh, private property uh, uh, gone. I think he's unfit for office. If If I were doing this show on WABC in New York instead of WBN in Buffalo... Uh, and I had a chance to go there and said, no, I didn't, I don't like uh, living in New York, but the bottom line, if I were on WABC right now, I'd be calling for him to be unfit for office. That's the final step. What do we have to do? What do we have to do to say when the mayor of our city wants it to be communist? I'm, I'm, I, that was not voting for that when I voted for him. And I think he's unfit for office. Let's go to, yes. 
Go to Buzzy. Buzzy has some info for me. What do you got, Buzz? Well, uh, the the responses keep pouring in. The lieutenant governor has now weighed in on the president's tweet, Sandy, if you're interested in hearing Kathy it. Kathy Hochul. What did Kathy say? She tweeted, this is sick. The president continues to use his platform to peddle conspiracy theories, this time about a peaceful protester and fellow New Yorker. Not sure how this is supposed to bring our country together. Well, first of all, as you know, I, I like Kathy Hochul. I'm semi-friends with Kathy Hochul. I don't see her very often, but when I do, we're very, we have a good conversation back and forth. But she's wrong. This has everything to do. First of all, it, because, because he, didn't, he wasn't throwing something to light it on fire doesn't mean he was a peaceful protester. There's more than one definition of peaceful. He approached the, the line. He had something in his hand. He was touching one of the policemen. They didn't know what it was. So I don't think it was peaceful at all. I, I, I really don't. A peaceful protester wouldn't have been approaching the police line. And that's basically my thought. I, I can't remember the rest of it that he just said, uh, but I, I take exception with that. I wonder if when it's proven, is she going to apologize? Well, I would, I would hope so. Uh, uh, I wouldn't wait for it because, remember, when you're a lieutenant governor, basically you're you're a public face and a public person for the governor. Uh, I don't think of the lieutenant governor very often as a separate entity of power. Basically, uh, she or if it was a man, he would be an adjunct to the governor. All right, let's see. I'll tell you what. Give me a couple more, uh, Beamer, and then we'll go to the break. Yes, Sandy. Speaking of that tweet, that uh, we have <laughs> over 160 comments on Facebook just about the president's tweet. 160 <laughs> comments just on the tweet. Wow. We'll go with Barry, who says the cops were politically overcharged and will likely be acquitted and returned to duty with back pay. Probably another excuse for another expensive protest. They were overcharged. There's no question in my mind. I'm look. I'm not a. I'm not uh, the DA. I'm not a lawyer. I can't even quote the law. I know a little bit about the process. I mean, just I absorbed part of that. I think the DA, who I always thought was a good stand-up guy who would stand his ground in the face of adversity. I was wrong. I was like Roger Goodell. I was wrong this time. He absolutely uh, keeled over and charged those two cops because he didn't want problems with with the mob. Not, who does? Nobody wants problems with the mob. But uh, he didn't want to see his name on the, on the protest poster. He didn't want people talking negatively about him. Uh, he didn't want to, any of that. He, he wanted to stay out of all that. So the easiest thing for him to do, despite his uh, protestations where he said, this is really tough, you know. I, the, these are part of my team, the, uh, the, the police. I have to deal with them every day, which is true, which is true. But I think you should have given more consideration to your, your team, not because they're your team, just because they were uh, uh, they were uh, right, and the bottom line is they didn't do anything wrong. If touching touching somebody during a you have to set the scene, the scenery is is charged. It's electric. The police are there. They're in full riot gear. They have a line not to be crossed, and then they have medics right in back of them. 
I mean, that's not a time to socialize or to go up and touch them. And all he did was push them away. Could have been worse. That's all he did. If he did not trip, if his feet didn't catch the corner of the cement there, whatever it is, then this wouldn't even be an issue. Basically, uh, uh, Martin Gugino is public that he's a professional, well, I don't know if he's a professional, uh, but this is what he does for his living, is protest. And uh, he has some, uh, uh, some signs that don't, don't say he's a gentle grandfather type. So he approached the police looking for trouble. He got it. Trouble on a very small caliber. Uh, look at it like this. If, uh, if attacking, attack, uh, moving against a protester is 44 Magnum, I'm doing gun terms, okay? They pushed him with a 22, a little thing you use to make a hole in a piece of paper. Barely, barely get a squirrel with it. Sandy, it listen to this one. Gentle push, yeah. This is out of the Washington Post. Man shoved by two 30-something police officers. This is a member of Push Buffalo, which focuses on affordable housing in western New York. Peace Center, a human rights org. He is also part of the Catholic worker movement. And then the uh, former reporter, I'm not going to mention what uh, paper he belongs to. Please stop listening to this true, awful human being referring to President Trump. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Okay, let's go to the break, and then we'll be back on News Radio 930 WBN. This Beach and Company can't get over the fact that Bill De Blasio, mayor of New York City, has come out in favor of uh, no land owned privately. It's all owned by the government. That's communism, boys and girls. The nearest uh, example of communism that we have is Cuba. Maybe Che Guevara would like to come up and talk to uh, uh, how it would work out uh, with de Blasio. De Blasio is totally unfit for office. He's a crazy man. And, uh, you know, I know we're not supposed to judge anybody by the way they look. Believe me, I'm very aware of that uh, because, of, um, uh, because I've had a mirror in my house. Okay, that's basically it. But take a look at his daughter. Take a look at his daughter yeah, and, and use your common sense, and it says um, F capitalism, and tattooed, tattooed. Now, what in your life do you feel so strongly about that you would tattoo it on your body? You know, lower taxes. Can you imagine having a tattoo on your body that says lower the taxes or raise the speed limit on the skajakwita. Would you go out and have your body tattooed? So it says that, and obviously that's, that, that's brought up at the family dinner table uh, because uh, that's anti-capitalism. It's as far away from capitalism as you can get. Okay, what do we got here? Let's go to uh, Roberta on line four. Roberta, you're on W. Gone. Gone. Well, we're not going to go to her then, are we? Well, let's go to Dennis on line three in Lockport. Dennis, you're on WBEN. Hello, Dennis. Is Dennis uh, not there, too? It's lit, but he's not not answering, Sandy. Okay, that's wow. That's weird. Well, we've got uh, five minutes. Our sign-off today will be a little bit different because Intercom, as a um, broadcast, as one of the broadcast facilities in Intercom, 
which is a huge broadcast conglomerate. We will do a minute of silence at exactly noon. We'll do our best. That's about five minutes from now. We'll do our best to get into it. Uh, but uh, we won't do the usual sign-off. Instead, we will be uh, presenting a minute of silence. Meanwhile, uh, guys, uh, we got about uh, four, five or four minutes. We've had a lot of important subjects uh, today. Uh, what do you think uh, has the most passion for you of the things we're talking about today? I think for me, it uh, the overall thing, well, Kajino, first of all, I think uh, we're being shown that we were duped again. It was funny. Yesterday, did somebody call or text in saying that they heard Mayor Brown say that Buffalo was duped? That was towards the end of the program, Joe. Do you remember? Yeah, someone did call in and claim that he said that, but I haven't been able to see that again. Now, he did say that Gugino was an agitator. He has come out and said that, um, but I did not see where he said that the city had been duped. But wait, I, the, the, the post that I just read a little while ago said he was a good man. Right. He would, A good man wouldn't be an agitator, would he? Not at all. Okay, I have that. Yeah, I already have that. Uh, Bernadette is giving me something. Thank you very much. She's very efficient. A second version of, of what I already have. Uh, yeah, I think he uh, uh, he obviously was a protester. That was his passion, as he traveled a lot of places in the world to protest. Now, okay, some places are you're more welcome than others, but in the U.S., we have uh, protesters all the time. We deal with it. As long as they're peaceful, we're okay with it. But when you start burning down things, we're not okay with it. You start shooting at cops, we're not okay with it. You start killing anybody, we're definitely not okay with it. You have to understand that. Uh, but there's a, a, a real feeling on the streets that, wow, that cop was bad. Believe it or not, did you have to really think of where these protests started? They started with the assassination of George Floyd. Uh, and every it was a time when all America agreed that nobody should die like that. Now, we've had uh, a lot of um, messages on our text board, and I assume some on our, uh, on our other positioning uh, uh, menus, that ask why I'm not talking about uh, George Floyd's uh, history. Uh, what he was like before anybody knew about him. And the reason is, that was my decision. I made up my mind that was not important to the story. Uh, he, he did have uh, a background that was not enviable, but the man was murdered, and I thought that was more important to focus on the murder aspect rather than his past history. That's why we haven't done one show, nor have I made one mention about that because I don't think it's proper. And they'll be laying him to rest and we'll be uh, giving um, the uh, moment of silence in a couple of, min a couple of minutes. But that's the reason. That's the reason you have not heard any of that from me. None of that uh, played a part in, in his demise. Nobody should die like that. Nobody, no matter what. And a bad, the bad cop that did it, he's got a million-plus-dollar bail, and I hope that uh, he gets the fullest uh, treatment from the law that he can possibly get. And let's hope that works out. But the bottom line is we try to be fair about it, and I just did not think it was um, the proper thing to do. But the I thing is, is, if you come out and you support the police, Sandy, you are a, a racist by definition of the left. Well, yeah, and, and we're told all the time 
not to put everybody in the same basket. Yet you get one bad cop, and make no mistake, he was a bad cop. He's done being a cop now. And you assume that all the cops are like that? No, they're not. And uh, the asinine proposals in Minneapolis to eliminate the police department is so ridiculous and stupid, I can barely talk about it. That's not going to happen, because that would be full tilt anarchy, and that is not about to happen. So, uh, we're glad that you participated today. We had a lot of response in a lot of different areas. And uh, that's that's about it for Beach and Company. And uh, we'll see you uh, tomorrow at 9 on News Radio 930 WBEN. At this time, WBEN joins with intercom stations across the nation in a minute of silence prior to the 12 noon funeral for George Floyd. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.